to encourage you, to equip you, and to empower you to fulfill God's divine destiny for your life. everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. I feel like I always say this, but if it was ever true, it is true today. I am so excited (laughs) about our guest today and just getting to spend some time with you and to share this with all of you. My special guest is Pastor Cindy Black. I have really almost just driven her nuts with telling her that I'm borderline stalking, but not really, but sort of. And just an awesome example of a woman of God, woman of faith in the ministry. Her and her husband, Pastor Bruce, Pastor Grace mm-hmm. Point Church yes. in Peachtree, Georgia. Peachtree City. Peachtree City. Yes. And y'all have been in the ministry for 35 years now. Yeah. It's just so amazing. Pastor Cindy, thank you for doing this oh today. Oh my goodness. Thank you for having me. What a treat and an honor. Oh. I love you so much. I love the way God's using you, Mm. the way you minister the word. Oh, such light, such revelation. Thank you for what you're doing. You're an amazing gift. Well, I'll pretty much always play that part of this podcast back to me now that you said that. So (laughs) It's the truth. But we have just had an absolute blast here at the Shine Conference at Faith Family Church. And you preached the house down this morning. And it was just so awesome. And We are just glad when he shows up. Aren't aren't we, we? though? Yes. And he does show up. He does. He said if we would ask and we would gather together in his name, he would be there. Yeah, he did. he did it again. Yeah, he, he did. He always amazes me. Man, it was I always awesome. go to every service, every yeah. confident that he'll be there, but always with a little, Lord, if you don't, right. we're, we're sunk. Yeah. Because, you know. what else? Yeah. Really? It, it, we, Even after 35 years, you oh, still? absolutely. That's kind of good to a know. A good friend of ours named uh-huh. Patsy Caminetti yes. said one time, I asked her, I said, do you get nervous before you preach? Yeah. And she said, every time. And I said, really? Really? And she said, if you don't, you're probably confident in yourself. She said, no, we always are relying on him. That is so good. And he wants to heal the sick. Yeah. He wants them healed more than we want them healed. He wants marriages established and people set free and knowing that they can have a great relationship. He wants to help people's children. Right. And he wants to change lives more yeah. than we want it. Yeah. So he loves it when we give him yeah. the place. That's true. Lord, you have this place. You come. Yeah. You do this today. It's so good. Oh, amen. It's so good. I want to ask you about two things that have always <laughs> stood out to me about you. Mm-hmm. And I have kind of joked and said, oh, I just admire you so much, but really and truly have. And predominantly, there's always two things that I always hear said about you Aww. that I think you just shine in. One is among ministers that you are just always known for absolutely locking in with the Holy Ghost flow and at the same time being one of the most genuine, real, live out of your heart, no pretense, which can kind of somehow be easy to slip into, Mm -hmm. you know, in the ministry. And that's just always been the reputation of you and certainly being here with you this weekend, I see that up close, but how have you done that? Or how do you just stay living out of your heart like that? Oh, well, wow. Thank you. People are talking behind you about your back. I'm so 
amazed and thankful. <laughs> it's true. It really is true. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, I'm bent towards being more of an open book type person yeah. anyway. Yeah. But I've come out of such a rough background. You know, my my family was so dysfunctional and their families were dysfunctional. And I got saved at an early age, at 15, after I had dropped out of school, run away from home, I was on drugs, smoked wow. cigarettes since I was in fifth grade. Seriously? You know, oh. And it's so hard to believe. Yeah, it's so bound. Wow. So bound as a 15-year-old. Wow. And I wanted to go to Nashville and become a country western singer, sing, wow. sing sad, sad songs, oh. <laughs> you know, so I was headed that direction and yeah. had... When I dropped out of school, had gotten a job in a bar downtown in Denver and was going to start singing there with a friend of mine. Wow. And one of our interviews, the person who was hiring us, which they thought we were older, yeah. the person who was hiring us kept sending his drink back to the bar to get more vermouth. And he got really mad at the person taking it and said, what's wrong with them? Tell them to put more vermouth in it. It was a mixture of a yeah. drink. And I didn't even know this was the Lord, but... He spoke to me right there, and he said, you think you can quit right now, and this guy's years down the road and can't quit (gasps) drinking, can't quit. And I knew, I knew in my heart of hearts that I was headed towards an early death and that I would probably never see my 21st birthday because I OD'd, because I tried to kill myself, because the enemy had such a stronghold. But God God. was fighting for me. There was a little man named Henry who years visited our family and we didn't like it. It, Conviction came every time he came and he would not give up praying for us. He prayed for our family every day for eight years, eight years. And then he would come. Was he a minister or just came to pray for you? He owned a marble shop (gasps) and he would make marble and then, yeah, and he would pray. And he said, every once in a while, the Lord would add a family. He said, I usually never had more than two that I was praying for like this. And he said, the Lord would not let me give up on your family. And I'm so thankful because one night I had come home from work, working at Wendy's, the late shift. Uh If you're going to drop out of school, I have news for you. I hope you like hamburgers or tacos because you are probably (laughs) going to eat a lot of them at that place, you know. And I came home from work. It was one in the morning and Mm. Henry was there and I thought, wow, Henry's Mm. there. And he was a denominational man and was not filled with the Holy Spirit, but he always would talk about miracles and Catherine Kuhlman. They sprung something in me. And so somehow I hit on that. I said, does God really do that? And I have a little sister who had cerebral palsy Mm -hmm. and we so wanted her well. No one could help her. Nothing could help her. And we so wanted her well. And he began to tell stories of Catherine Kuhlman, people being healed and impossible situations. Jesus healing them. Wow. It sprung in me something from my heart. And Henry had this little New Testament. He laid it on my knee that night. And he said, when are you going to give your heart to Jesus? And I said, 
I thought this. I thought I failed at everything I've done. Mm-hmm. I've dropped out of school. You know, I I OD'd. I've, I'm on drugs. I can't get off. I'm, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't socially make it. I Everything I try, I fail at. I thought, why would God want me? And why would I start something that I'll fail at again? Yeah. And I'll never forget, he laid that on my knee. And he said, God just wants you to believe. All you have to do is believe. You don't have to come to him with any other pretense. If mm. you'll just believe that Jesus died for you. And I, th- yeah. I thought, well, I do believe right. that. But I know I'm no good. Right. You know, I'd been told my whole life every time I went to church, oh, you're full of sin. And I thought, oh, you know, yeah, every time I went to church, you just saw how bad you were. Wow. And I never received him. Yeah. I never got forgiveness. Yeah. We knew we were separated. Mm-hmm. Every time my mom would pray, if they prayed, mm-hmm. over our meals, mm-hmm. she would always pray like this. Oh, God, we're such sinners. We're such bad people. Oh, forgive us. Oh, you know, word. and that gets on a kid. Well, like, sure. oh, I'm such a bad yeah. person. And. But I decided that night, Henry said, just say the name of Jesus. Just say it. And it was the hardest thing for me to say. It began to get really cold in that room. Oh, my. And and it was July, July 28th in Colorado where I had grown up. So there was a real contending for you. Oh. Sounds like in the spirit. There is a contending for every soul on the earth. The enemy will do everything Mm -hmm. to separate. Mm -hmm. But when I spoke the name of Jesus, I said, Jesus, if you want me. And when I said Jesus, something broke right then. And I didn't even know what was happening, but I saw, I saw I had this picture of this little baby, and I went, what is that, yeah. you know? And I saw a casket at the same time, and, and I saw this little baby come out, wow. and I thought, what is that? Yeah. And later I learned that when you become born again, yeah. that when you give Jesus a chance to change your life, your old man dies, yeah. literally. Yeah. A new man, a new baby Mm-hmm. is born. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I didn't even know what happened. And something, I changed, 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 changed. I thought, this is wonderful. This yeah. is better than the drugs I've yeah. been doing. Yeah. I was doing cocaine. I smoked marijuana every day of my life. Wow. I drank alcohol yeah. every day. Yeah. I was an alcoholic as yeah. a young kid. Yeah. And I said right there, I thought, this is better than any of that. Right. So I walked up the stairs to go to bed around 2.30. Wow. And the enemy spoke to me, and I didn't even know the voice of the devil. Huh. And he said, you'll never last two weeks. <gasps> and I thought, oh, oh, this will be the best two weeks I've ever had then. Right. You know, that's just yeah. what I thought. Yeah. The next morning I woke up, I'd blamed Denver for my problems. Uh-huh. I'd blamed Colorado. Yeah. I'd blamed my parents. Yeah. I'd blamed the teachers. I'd yeah. blamed everybody. But, you know, really it... Somehow the enemy uses people and uses circumstances and situations, but it was the devil. It was mm-hmm. the enemy who was after my life. Yeah. And I'll never forget, I looked out the window and the sun shone brighter. And I caught a glimpse of my hands and my hands had always looked dirty to me, you know, I always felt like I wasn't clean. And mm-hmm. as a kid, I was always outside and stinky, you know, and yeah. dirt under my nails. And, yeah. you know, one time I went to the emergency room, had been in an accident and the doctor picked up my fingers and said, this kid is so dirty. You know, what's you look at her nails, you know, and it, it did something to mm-hmm. me where I always felt dirty, you know. Yeah. And that day I looked at my hands and they were 
clean and pure. Wow. And I had had this kind of hard look yeah. on me always, sort of like, if you say something to me, I'm going to pop you, you I know. I will cut you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I went and looked in the mirror in the bathroom, and I looked like a 15-year-old. Wow. Again. Wow. God, what was on the inside wow. already was changing, yeah. and it changed the outside. Yeah. And I am telling the truth. I never had another drink. I yeah. never smoked uh, marijuana again. I threw away the cigarettes that I had. There was no alcohol. I should have had DTs. I should have had something because every day yeah. I was addicted to it. I yeah. could not quit. Yeah. And he took it all wow. away. Now, I got Amazing. tempted later. Sure. You know, yeah. but I ran from it like Joseph did from Potiphar's yeah. wife, just yeah. ran from it. You yeah. Know? And it was amazing. Wow. And God started a journey right there with me, mm-hmm. Jen, that was absolutely amazing. I ran into love that changed me beyond measure, that I'd never been loved like that before. Mm-hmm. And then I got filled with his precious spirit and began speaking in tongues. And dear Henry, when I did, he left me. <laughs> But he couldn't go any he further. He couldn't go further. <laughs> and, of course, I prayed right in front of him, which yeah. had no wisdom, you know, because right, right. I was young and didn't know. Yeah. But for a year, he called me every single day, he and his wife. Wow. And for a year, discipled me. One night, I decided to kill myself. I just thought, mm. and I had tried several times before I was saved. And the enemy had been talking to me. And, you know, he talks to Christians Mm. even after they're born again, Mm -hmm. especially if there were things that were in their past or things that he used before. He'll always try to come back with the same thing. That's good. And he came back with me with that. And I thought I should just kill myself. And I thought, well, if I'm not forgiven, what if I don't go to heaven? And I thought, well, I could run my car off this cliff and on the way down, I could say, Lord, forgive me. Oh my and word. then I would just go to heaven. It would be easier than what I was facing, Shoot. you know. And I put my hand on the door to leave, and the phone rang. Of course, then there were only landlines. Sure. And so I thought, well, I'll answer the phone right. before I kill and myself. And then I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. My and God. So I answered the phone, and it was Henry. <gasps> and he said, you have to come to my house right now. And I said, why? And he said, come right now. It's very important. And so I thought, well, I'll go see Henry before I kill myself. And so I drove to their house, and when I walked in, I sat down, and you could see a cloud on me, I'm sure. And I said, okay, what's so important? And he said, well, we're making ice cream outside, and we have some hamburgers. And he said, and Jesus spoke to me really strong that you should come and have dinner with us. And I sat there and began to weep. And Henry, I said, did you know I was in trouble? And he said... I knew because I knew you were supposed to be here. Oh my and so Lord. he prayed with me and my God. you know, we averted yeah. that. Yeah. You know, God Shoot. cares about whatever you're going through. Yeah, he doesn't sure does. he, Well, you know, I mean I never knew any I never knew your story. You know, I've just watched you as a young kid, Rama student, you know, traveling with mm-hmm. Kenneth Hagen watch you at Rame all these years, so powerful in the anointing. And in many places, I knew you and Pastor Bruce have been all over mm-hmm. the world. The songs you've written and oh. sang and declared. And I just think that man, Henry, yeah, had no idea 
No. The destiny no. that was attached to this little girl that he was ministering yeah. to and the destinies that were attached to you. I mean, you have ministered probably, no doubt, to hundreds of thousands of people yeah. at this point and still going so strong. And all of that was attached to this little girl in Denver that for a time was fighting for her life. Absolutely. And it was the teenager that got saved. Yeah. The mom and dad that night yeah. didn't get saved. It was the teenager. Wow. You know, that's one reason, man, Yeah. I, I love youth and I love sure. the children, yeah. you know. Yeah. Every, God will use anybody to change an entire family. Yeah. What is the coolest thing is my entire family got saved. Is that right? After that, Glory to the God. whole family. That is so awesome. So it was amazing. Yes. That we were so, is amazing. My brothers were drug dealers on the football team, you know, oh and my got saved. And yeah. my brother now is a pastor, has been, and in the ministry. My Praise other God. brother, who was a cowboy man, he turned his life over to God, and he's yeah. an amazing man of God wow. and has a beautiful family. Just amazing. My parents yeah. came back to the Lord. Praise you know, God. they'd been saved as kids and, yeah. and ended up loving Jesus. And both my parents just went home to Aww. heaven, you know. Yeah. So I'm missing them, but... Yeah, but they're no, in your future. Yes, they're in my future. Yeah. Just, so just one step away. Yeah. One step, Yeah, you know. I want to ask you one last thing. I know you have to catch a plane, so I don't <laughs> want to hold you. But so I love this about you. And, you know, like I said, the other thing that has always been known of you is that you so jump in, pick up a room, an auditorium, and just lead them into the flow of the Holy Ghost. And the first night we got here, the pastors here had a leadership luncheon you and I were at, and, and you were just sharing at the table, and you made a statement that just lit up on the inside of me the way you said it. And you said, the reason God can do so much in a church or in a person's life is because you make a room. You mm -hmm. make room. Yeah for the Holy Spirit. Yes. And you might have things that you're planning on doing, but in that, you make room yes. for Him, and He'll come and fill it. Would you just say a few things about that? Because I just thought that was so powerful. Well, there was a story in the Old Testament about a precious lady yeah. who built a room yeah. on her house mm -hmm. because the prophet would come through. Yeah. And she told him, she said, when you come through here, she said, you come. I have a special room built for you. And the blessing that was on the prophet got on her house Shoot. and changed her destiny, changed her because she made a room. And I'm telling you, the enemy's after our rooms. He's after our time. He's after your children. He's after your destiny, especially these days. We've got iPads, iPhones, you know, technology. Right. And I really think it's gotten more time-consuming right. than not, yeah. you know. Have you ever gotten on Facebook and all of a sudden it's an hour you've oh, been yeah. on there and you're like, I've yeah. been on Facebook an right. hour? Oh, I my goodness. You know, yes, how did that yeah. happen? You know, but we don't have time to spend with Him. Mm. We don't have time to read the Word, you know, because we're so busy. And really, it's closing the door to the room for Him in your life to work. One day I was getting ready to go to the doctor to get help for an issue I was having. Mm -hmm. I was getting ready and late and the Lord kept ringing my doorbell, mm -hmm. you know, ding dong. And I kept seeing myself on my knees by my bed with my Bible on my bed and ding dong, I could see it again. And I finally said, 
Lord, just, I wasn't thinking. I just said it. I said, Lord, I'm trying to get ready here. I have an appointment and I'm late. You know, I'm trying to get ready here. And I'll never forget what he said. He said, Cindy, I'm trying to get you ready for the day. I'm trying to help you wow. for what's ahead. I needed to hear what he had to say yeah. about the doctor yeah. was going to say. Yeah. I needed, needed to hear it. what he had to say. Yeah. You know, down on my knees there, healing was working. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. joy was working. Yeah. And I'm getting wisdom and looking at him and he's talking to me. Yeah. One thing that I've really tried to do, you know, we've had such wonderful people in your life where you're so thankful. Mm-hmm. Keith Moore, who's a precious minister of God, and we had the privilege to get to all be together when we worked for Kenneth Hagen Ministries and for Brother Hagen. Yeah. And Brother Keith, you know, he was always tuned in, mm-hmm. you know, and committed. And, and one time I asked him, and I said, Brother Keith, I said, how do you know if you're in pride? God starts doing things, and you start going, you know, 10 people got healed in my meeting, mm. you know, oh, oh you know, something's mm-hmm. going, nah, that's not right, yeah. you know. I remember when I got saved, my heart, I knew I was nothing. Yeah. And I saw what he was doing in me was everything. And I had a real pure part of me there. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the line, mm. I picked it up where it was, woo, I look mm-hmm. what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, look at me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I saw that. Mm. And I wanted to change that yeah. and give it back to him. Yeah. Brother Keith said, he said, you know, if you're not fighting your pride, you're probably in it. And that just gave me hope. Because I thought, oh, good. There's hope. Thank There's you, hope. Jesus. You know, I'm fighting that, you know. but That's a but, good. Um, if you're not fighting your pride, you're probably, you're probably in, in it. Wow. That's and, a hard uh, check. You know, one thing that Jehoshaphat did in the midst of a battle, you know, word yeah. came that these enemies were coming against him. I love what Jehoshaphat did. The first thing Jehoshaphat did was call a prayer meeting. Mm, and gathered from yeah. the youngest to the oldest, yeah, everybody together, mm-hmm. you know. And then when they begin to pray, mm. he said this. He said, God, he said, you were the God of our fathers. Yeah. You were. You said this about our fathers. Mm-hmm. You said this. And then he said, are you not our God? Did you not say to us that you would be this to us? Mm. In other words, he took it all off, yeah. you know. And then he even said this. He goes, I don't know what to do. Right. And I don't even know how to do what I don't know what to do. Yeah. I, I don't know what to do, but my eyes, my eyes are, on are on you. you. Yeah. Then it says they stood there. I really wish it would have said it was 25 minutes. Right. You know, but it doesn't say, but it said after they prayed, they just stood. Wow. Didn't go well, you know, let's rent, rent, you know, an army and uh-huh. didn't try to figure it all out. Right. Just stood. They just stood. And then the Lord began to speak through one of the prophets Hmm. and began to give them the exact plan, exactly what to do. When they heard the plan, they fell immediately on their face and began to rejoice and thank God. Not, oh, we hope you'll do it. But they were like, that's it. We've got it. We got it. Oh, we have it. Fell on their face. And it said they worshiped till morning. And when they got up in the morning, Jehoshaphat said this. He said, Listen to me. Believe ye his prophets and believe him. Believe his prophets and he'll do what we said. 
he'll do what he said. You know, and I don't believe they put the praisers out in front of the army to try to get something still. Right. They had it. Right. They had the word. They right. believed it just like it was all done. Yeah, they did. Already. Yeah, they did. And they put the praisers out, and they didn't magnify the problem. They, no. they began to worship the yeah. whole way there. Yeah. And man, you know, nobody puts people without a weapon right in front of the army right why why did they do that because it was done they were already at the victory party wow and they praised god all the way there and when they got there we all know the outcome man yeah god slew their enemies so good oh amazing so so good so i love that you know i'm telling you if god can use us Mm -hmm. and use me Mm -hmm. you know the way we are, mm-hmm. you know, and the way what we've come from. Mm-hmm. If he can change me, yeah. he can change anybody. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. He's Pastor so good. Cindy, I just can't thank you enough. What you shared was so rich. I know so many are going to be so helped and blessed and ministered to Yay. just by hearing you share. Jesus. I want to thank you for being such a wonderful woman oh, of integrity in so ministry. Sweet. Really, your example through the years, and not just me, so many, you know, women that are kind of just now beginning to function mm-hmm. in what God called them yes. to do, that have watched you, you know, and seen you, and it, it means something. It's deposited things in us that maybe we don't ever get the chance to tell you, but oh. we're just so grateful Thank you. and excited for what's still coming, excited to yes. get the chance just to run, run run with you for a while oh, I am. and try and keep up. I love you. You're um. You're amazing. Oh, I, I, I'm so serious. Watching you minister and, and you know, today I got up and began to proclaim and you came right behind me and mm-hmm. explained and I was so thankful. No. I was like, thank you, God. No, You are awesome. so amazing. It you know, was so, awesome. It was a yay. great honor. Thank you so much. Thank you for what having me. What is a, a place, where can people find you to connect with music and the word? Oh, easy. Grace Point Church. Okay. Grace Point has an E okay. at the end of point. Okay. Gracepointchurch.com .com. Uh, is our website and okay. all of our products are available there. Great. We have one album in particular that yeah. we've had over 20 reports of people being healed of terminal cancer Glory by getting God. a hold of one of our oh, healing wow. albums. Wow. You know, so okay. if you have cancer, if you know somebody who needs this, get the yeah. word to them. Get it to them. Yeah. So that's one of the healing yep. CDs that's on there. It's called The Healing awesome. Anointing. Okay, yeah. Grace Point with an E, uh-huh. Church. And that's where they can go. Thank you so much. My guest today has been Pastor Cindy Black. We trust this podcast is a blessing to you and that it's a resource to you to help you on your path of destiny. We love you. We're praying for you. And we will see you soon.